Hello, uh, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Daily Do Rag. So today I have a new co-host here with me. Sid, introduce yourself. I am Sydney, also known as Sydney IQ on IG. Sid Sauce on Twitter. I'm very excited to be here. My soul is jumping out of my body. I'm so honored to be a guest, everyone. <laughs> Y'all, Sid is one of my closest friends. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to get emotional. Not emotional. <laughs> this is literally my little sister sitting Aww. here. So today, it's been emo- it's been an emotional, like, week, low-key. Emotional week, emotional month, you emotional feel me? year. Let's be real. Okay, emotions all around. Like, <laughs> i just been Adele sitting in my room crying like, damn. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I had wine with Gab uh, uh, at Brown Girl, for y'all who don't know her podcast, um, on Friday, and we was just spilling, spilling uh, hearts. I said, I was like, okay, I got to uh, uh, get my gangster back, so I had to uh, go out with some whiskey last night, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> put some hair on my chest. But um, today, we gonna be talking about everybody's favorite topic, relationships. Mm, I don't know if this is my favorite topic. I definitely have a lot of, you know, knowledge on the subject, but... Okay, so, Sydney, how many relationships have you been in? I would say I've been in a couple, starting in, uh, you know, if we're not counting, like, the middle school... Right, we don't count each other. Listen, if I was your quote-unquote boyfriend <laughs> in middle school, we and even in high school, I don't know it doesn't count. Don't you dare. Exactly. <laughs> I had a pretty long relationship in high school that went into college, so it's about a two-year relationship. I've had, uh, you know, other than that, I've really had two big relationships in my life that mm-hmm. were about a year long. Okay. So I'd say I'm pretty experienced. I've talked to a lot of people for, like, a few months or so, yeah. but, um, yeah, I'm pretty experienced in just, like, connecting with people of the opposite sex mm-hmm. and just, like, you know, getting to know each other. I said I have some knowledge okay. in relationships. Okay. Do they go well for me? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I... Un- I understand. <laughs> I, I understand. I have had a multiple. Um, one here recently. Um, right, right, exactly. Don't, 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 don't. You need to edit some sound effects here for the people out there. Um, I've had one here recently. There was one like a year ago. Uh, an, another train wreck. All of mine have been train wrecks. Um, well, except for like one, I think, that just, we just didn't work out. We were friends first, like really good friends first. Um, and we just didn't know how to make the transition between being friends and being in a relationship. And so that one didn't work out, but we still cool. Like I still, um, like every now and again, I'll like check up on her. So it's actually. not a total train wreck. I'm blocking you on everything. Right. Text me. Not a rest of them. <laughs> we pissed at each other. Exactly. The rest of them is like, all right. Uh, we don't know each other. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel that. So, I, I mean, I respect you a lot for having um, the capability to get done with a relationship and <laughs> go to another one. Because when I end a relationship, I'm talking about, I'm not doing this again. I'm never loving anybody again. I'm not letting nobody get to know me. So that's why I feel like sometimes I look at myself like, maybe I'm not that experienced. Because it takes me a long time to get back up once it is. I know with me, like, 
in the beginning, I'm very much like that. Okay. Um, in the beginning, I'm like, I ain't going through this again. <laughs> da, 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 da. I ain't Next person is going to be my soulmate. Right. I'm not doing this. But then, two weeks later, I'm like, well, you Potential know what I'm saying. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm texting y'all on the group message like, well, know you know what? Like, I'm trying to throw the oop. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, I mean, I, I, I think that also all depends on, like, how the situation ended. True. Because if it ends good, you know, then I ain't got no problem with, like, being fine with moving on and everything like that. If it ends bad or if it drug... <laughs> see, that's what I do have a problem with. I have a problem with dragging relationships Oh, along. yeah. That's yeah. the hard part. Okay. should have ended it a while ago. Boom. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with it back then. Exactly. And that was creeping up on me. Exactly. Like, I done ended the relationship 27 times. You get oh. midnight text messages. I'm popping. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it gets messy. Trust me, I've been on that end of the spectrum as well. Oh, uh, because some but of y'all. But it's funny. <laughs> I think it's a little bit fun and exciting. I do. It's nice to know that somebody cares. <laughs> to do when you're young it's right. hell when you actually gotta end it but when you're playing games like oh I'm about to pull up on you and right. I'm blocking you to unblock you right. I giggle inside a little bit exactly until exactly. we actually end shit I'm like no exactly then when we actually end stuff I'm like you better leave me alone before I call the police <laughs> yeah exactly or I'm, I'm calling Ali- or I'm calling Alyssa Milan best to pull up and beat your ass <laughs> exactly <laughs> so what do you look for in a relationship I would say I have, that's a good question. I have very strange tastes in guys. I wouldn't say strange tastes, but I don't go for the typical. And I will say I like to pick guys that are a little bit not the norm. Mm -hmm. I like to pick guys that are a little nerdy, a little bit, not below me in any way, but Uh just kind of like, I don't like who you would typically see me with. Uh A dude who thinks he's got it like that. I kind of like, you to have a soft heart, kind of whatever. That's what I kind of look for in a person. Mm-hmm. Um, as for what I look for in a relationship, I look for someone who I'm comfortable with because in my day-to-day life, I hate small talk. And I do yeah. a lot of small talk. So when I talk to somebody, yeah. I don't like talking to people who we're going to be doing the small talk mm-hmm. for two or three months and then maybe get to know each other. From the jump, if I have to be very fake with somebody, I'm probably not mm-hmm. going, it's not going to be a potential relationship to me. Those are kind of like my two main things that I look for in a relationship. Does it go well? <laughs> I don't know. You're still learning. <laughs> I understand that. That's understandable. Like, you know, do you feel like you look for more of like your someone who's opposite of you, like your characteristics, or someone who's like more similar to you? I would say opposite. For everybody who knows me, right? I'm very <laughs> outgoing. I'm not awkward. I'm very like a risk taker almost. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, I could talk to anybody. Sometimes I'd be talking to the cashier at Kroger, like, you will not believe what happened to me today. <laughs> Make up a whole story. Like, my doctor had to give me a shot. He put it in the wrong vein. That's how I talk to people on the basis. So a lot of the times I do see the people that I talk to. Mm-hmm. Like the guys that I'm interested in are like complete opposite. And when I do this kind of behavior, they're almost shocked and they aren't like that. <laughs> and I don't know if that's picking the opposite of me. I would say I do pick people who are right. opposite of me. I don't know why and I don't think it really like has a benefit or a negative to it, but I think it's just interesting. I don't know. I agree like that. I haven't seen you with like many guys, but like the one or two that I have like potential 
well, the one, <laughs> the one <laughs> that I have potentially seen, like seen you with. He was pretty opposite. And me. like the, my boyfriend from high school, who I dated for two years, was mm-hmm. like exactly the same. I'm really? Like, when I'm outgoing, talking things, yeah. He's looking at me like, oh, okay, let's tone it down a little bit. I'm gonna go <laughs> play video games at home right now. See. I always like to say, oh, like, you know, I want someone who's like in the middle, like, because I am very to the right when it comes to being outgoing. Like, <laughs> Let's be real. But, we got some extroverts on the airwaves today. Okay, like, I mean, just talking to a brick wall. I'm in the room <laughs> having a full conversation with myself. Yeah. I know people get, I, anybody who, uh, who goes to U of A that's listening to this, I apologize because I know when you hear me on campus. I'm In the not- library, specifically, <laughs> let's be real and let's get the security guard to get okay. hold of me. I'm on the phone talking about, and I told them yeah. that, da, da, da. yeah. The uh-huh. best is when he sees somebody he knows and he's like, oh, hey, I got to call you back. What's going on? What's going on? Exactly. Exactly. And so I always say, like, okay, well, I need to choose somebody who is, like, a good, like, middle ground. Like, they like to go out. They like to, um, you know, be seen, too. But, like, they know how to be, like, you know, like, you know, a little bit more introverted. Because I am, I, for, I have to force myself to be introverted. But... All of my choices have always been on the extreme. I don't think not Ooh, one have been so in the middle. how does it work out? I think it's something. Never. <laughs> or else I'd be made by now. What's your experience of, like, what is the thing that makes it, you know, not work out? Is it because they, like, get shy when you're around talking to people? That makes it awkward? Or is it just, like, they can't handle it? Or is it completely other factors besides? Well, it depends on each of the relationship, but I will use my last one as an example just because me and her just had a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also told me she don't listen to podcasts so I could talk shit about her all I would like. <laughs> you never know when she's going to start clicking the link and, and putting in her headphones. Right. But. And so with her specifically, um, the last thing she told me when we had a conversation about it was it was overwhelming because she was like, I don't know. And she was like, as a guy, which is understandable. She was like, as a guy with a whole lot of friends in general, but then a whole lot of female friends. Mm. She was like, I, she was like, just because you were saying, oh, this is my friend, this is my friend, this is my friend, doesn't necessarily mean you not creeping with them on the low. So it's just an insecurity thing for her. Yeah, it was an insecurity thing for her because she was just like, you have more she told me she was like you have more friends than I have people in my entire uh, life she was like so I'm looking like I gotta check all these hosts right, Instagram exactly. and I'm, check all these like Twitter ex- pages exactly. you're talking to and then like what didn't help and I what didn't help is like in the very beginning of our relationship there were multiple things and I will give you know this this one thing to her <laughs> in the beginning of our relationship there were multiple things that like happened that looked so shady and I was steady Not telling her that is my friend you know oh. like I'm talking like a particular friend of mine who we play around like this she called me daddy under one oh. of my Instagram pictures and I was trying to explain to my ex you know she's just a friend blah, blah, blah. I mean you can only explain so much exactly. so it's gonna look like then there was another time where we were walking to the 
to her car. She was leaving my apartment. And this girl rolled up and was like, hey, boo, da 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 And was talking to me, didn't acknowledge her, and then sped off. Oh, Lord. And so... I got to give her her props because I don't know if I would have been... As a crazy woman, <laughs> as a woman who's crazy in relationships, I would have definitely... I wish you guys could see how big my eyes are right now. People looking at you crazy. So, yeah. It, um... It... I mean... I, the My relationship before her, though, it wasn't a problem because yeah. she was just as... She was as extroverted as I was. So, she understands. Right. Now, now, my question is for you, were you ever insecure about her guy friends? in your extroverted relationship or could you handle it because you already understand the dynamic the ones and and this is what I tried to put into effect into my last relationship the ones that that the extroverted ex that's what I'll call her Mm -hmm. the ones that the extroverted ex introduced me to and brought me around I was never insecure about okay never worried like the one like the ones like she brought me around and shoot we formed our own relationship you know and so like if she would tell me she was with them I didn't matter to me because I already had it formulated. These are I her. know what the dynamic is. Right. I know what the dynamic is. Now, when there were just random ones that were popping up all over the place, I was like, hold up. me to Johnny and Danny. Exactly. I'm looking like, huh? Yeah. But the ones, and that's what I tried to like do in my last relationship with it. I'll call it the introverted ex. Uh. I tried my best in the beginning to um, the one, the, the, the friends of mine who I was very close to she got introduced to almost immediately. Because uh, I'm like, I need you to know these are going to be the people always alive. Yeah, you know? no matter what. And so she could kind of understand. Right. Hopefully that helped. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you can only do so much. So for you, what would you like? How would you like your next mm. to be? I think I would be very curious what it's like being with someone who's extroverted, mm. a little bit spontaneous. We tiring. I'm going to tell you I'm that right now. Say, I know people get tired of me. I, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I get tired of my damn self. So I really understand what everybody in my life, if you want to take a nap. Right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I would love to just try the other end of the spectrum because like I said, I'm such an empathetic person that when I'm with these guys that are more like, you know, a little more tame, a little bit more shy, if I'm in the club with them, I'm not going to be dancing crazy. I'm not going to be talking to everybody. So, you know, it's been kind of a struggle for me to like tame myself down. I feel like sometimes I'm missing out on so much because I am more worried about making this other person feel comfortable than doing what I would naturally do. So for my next relationship, I would love to be with somebody who's spontaneous, who like, if you want to take me to Kings Island and drop Uh, everything, I would love to try that because in my past few relationships, anytime we've like, made plans or done something special it's always been me and as a mm, woman okay. that's something that I think really makes a lot of my relationships fail because it's like I'm the prize here and yeah. I put so much work in for what right you know what I mean so I think it would be kind of cool to get the other end of the spectrum somebody who's really outgoing mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. maybe I gotta be the one pulling him off the stage right. and telling him <laughs> to put his shirt back on that right. would be interesting for me. I'm not saying I don't know if it's going to work out. Right. But I think that would be, like, maybe a direction that would make me learn a lot about myself and what I need. So, have you always been extroverted? Like, or was oh. it something that you, like, turned into? I would say that's a very good question. I probably turned into it, but I've always had it inside of myself. Okay. 
Um, growing up, when I was in high school, I went to like majority white high school, and then I had to move high schools to another mm-hmm. majority white high school. So imagine like the few white friends that you had. Right. You had to move to a new mm-hmm. school, make new white friends. So I was really shy. I was really a people pleaser. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, anything you guys want. Like, oh my God, yeah. let's totally do that. Like, spend the night at my house. Like, we can do this. Like, if we need alcohol, I can take it from my parents. <laughs> like, and so I was always people pleasing and I was going with the flow, wearing what everybody else was wearing. And then after like my senior year, I remember just being like, fuck this, forget it, I'm gonna do me. I remember like, I just stopped caring. I kind of just did my homework. I'm doing what I want. I'm chilling with myself. And when I got to college and met some more people who I related to and got to know myself, it was even more of like, I'm really doing me and I don't give a damn what I'm doing. And I was always, you know, a conversation with me (laughs) so easy. I would be in the elevator like just, in my freshman dorm, I remember anytime I get into the elevator, I would be making jokes with whoever was in there, like for no reason. I don't even know why I was doing that. So I would say my extrovertedness and being outgoing and comfortable, something I grew into, but I always had inside me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For certain reasons, you know. Is the rest of your family, like I know, how many sisters do you have? I actually have four other sisters. So I'm the second to youngest. My little sister is so shy. She's really shy, but and I. And then she the one that come to U of L next. Yeah, she'll be hey. So don't none of y'all try to even start with her and all that. Because anybody can get beat down. Yeah, exactly. Okay. She has a whole bodyguard system going on, but she's really shy. She's mm. really shy, but I think she's like me. Like when we're together, mm-hmm. and it's just us hanging out, she almost has exactly the same personality that I. Do. Okay. So I'm thinking it's something she's also going to grow into. I think I also got my being outgoing because my older sister, the one who's just right above me, she's 10 mm-hmm. years older than me. Same exact way. We're going Man. into Whole Foods to buy something. She's talking to the cashier like, well, this is odd. Yeah. <laughs> Watermelon fruit. So I think I learned a lot from her too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. See, that I, um, at being as extroverted as I am, I think I grew into that. I've always been very extroverted. Like my mom, Lord, trying to leave church was such an ordeal on Sunday because she knew everybody. Hey, girl, I seen da 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 da. Then we on the way to the car. Then she, is that Miss Shirley? Girl, rolling down the window. Exactly. I'm looking like, when in the world are we going home? But my aunt Denise, my mom was like, my mom is like, pretty like in the middle okay she can do all that and be the life of the party and everything but at the end of the day she want to go home she want to be left alone and that's it okay so it's like extroverted public introverted mm-hmm. private mm-hmm. she want to relate to that she want to sit down she loves like sci-fi and all that Aww. stuff that's what she wants to do she, wants to, she yes. wants to chill she wants to chill where my aunt denise I spent a lot of time with her like growing up and she's very like you think of just me just as a woman and like older because (laughs) she can go I'm talking she used to drag me from one party to the next party to the next party like that was it I'll go visit her for the weekend we'd be gone all week because she could go all day wow just running off Mm -hmm. like her social battery yes 
And she can go all day. Like, it's never, so like... I think that's where it comes from. Very much so. I mean, being in public with your mom and then even yes. being with your aunt and niece. Like, mm-hmm. it's just some. It's literally something you inherit. It's, like, learned yes. behavior. Yes. You know? Because then, like, my papa was also the life of everybody. Okay. Like, made jokes all the time. Knew everybody in town. So like, this we is couldn't... stuff you're picking up yes. on. Yes. And, and, like, my mom, it used to get on her last nerve because <laughs> she didn't want me to be like hey now she can't and you can't help it boom and there you go there you go mm-hmm. so did it cause like has being so extroverted cause any problems like in your relationship like um i think it all goes back down to like i just um feel a little bit like I'm always coping for what the other person wants to do. Like, if they want to kind of be calm and like not be dancing, I don't want to be awkward and it's like, you don't want to dance and I'm dancing, so I'll just stop dancing. I feel like I'm missing out a little bit, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. It just feels like that's where I'll kind of beat myself up of like, can I do better? And just Mm -hmm. stuff that's not healthy when you're in a relationship, stuff you shouldn't say when you like, you know, or with somebody with your partner that you like. How do you feel that that has did that ever like affect the direction your relationship went in? I think that I think it just always like when you're missing out, when you think to yourself, "Am I missing out?" It's not healthy for the relationship. And if you're already having other problems in a relationship Ooh. for other reasons, it's not something good at all. <laughs> I would say I would say being not being extroverted is my biggest problem in the mm. relationship, but it affects it. There are some other things that affect it. And I mm. mean, as Gab would say, Woo. trauma jumps. The trauma uh, jumps. We can get to that as well. Oh, yes. We can discuss <laughs> that. I have no problem. Because uh, the introverted ex, she and I had a conversation recently. And, um, you know, we got down to the bottom of a lot of stuff with our relationship. Because, I mean, I'm the type of person, I don't like being on bad terms with my ex. I'd rather we be cool. Because at the end of the day, at one point in time, we had love for each other. So, like, I'm not going to sit up here and act like you just the worst person in the exactly. world. Exactly. When know? we were really close, you exactly. was my person. We were rocking like. at one we point. We was rocking. <laughs> so, don't at- act like you don't know me the next day. Boom. There yeah. you go. Because I'm going to knock you in your shit. <laughs> no. And so, like, she and I had a conversation and, like, she was very, very lovey-dovey. Very, very super, super affectionate. Super, like, super... Uh, she helped me to realize I have a lot to work on in myself because she was actually not... No shade, no tea. <laughs> not personality-wise, mm-hmm. but in a significant... Otherwise, she was actually exactly what I needed uh-huh. because she was very supportive of, like, my goals and my dreams. She realized I suffer from a lot of self-doubt and she was very Shopping. like I know oh my Jesse we would have never guessed because <laughs> <laughs> you know she was very supportive very like you can do it like I know you can do it da, 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 da. and like the we had our other issues and she wasn't perfect. I mean, <laughs> clearly we ain't together. But Ooh. one of the things that she did help me realize is like growing up, I always really craved like um, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was very good with providing that. But I realized being with her, I don't know how to accept that. Oh, wow. So you when know. you say this is something, because I'm the opposite of the spectrum. Really? I am more like the girlfriend of like, mm-hmm. it's so easy. I mean, here's my love. Take it. I'm throwing <laughs> it at your face. Here's words. When you say like, I can understand not being able to give love for mm-hmm. reasons. 
what is it like? Just take us in your head of not being able to accept it. What are some thoughts? What does it look like not to accept the love? What does it feel like? So the love was easy to accept because I I knew she loved me. And like I And that feels good. Right, exactly. That felt good, you know. It was the her making and this is so weird, so y'all bear with me. Her making me feel like I was the only one she wanted. Oh. I have always been in the position, and I've always put put myself in this position. And let me tell y'all something. Anybody who's listening to this, who is like me, don't be stupid. <laughs> be, be unlike me, okay? Because <laughs> I've always been the one to put myself in the position where I'm fighting for my significant other. Oh, power struggles yes. are real. I have always been put in that position where, like... You're chasing. Basically. I'm chasing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because the situations where I'm not chasing, I am very uh, problematic. Problematic. <laughs> I am very problematic. Is it like when you say um, you're not chasing? Are you just not into it? Are you not into like the stability of it? I think like I don't know. I think it, it's I've always been someone who like is chasing after the next thing. Okay. So like it's something you're attracted to. Let's be real. Right. Do you like the chase, Jesse? Is that the core of this problem? I, mm, Are you one of those people who's fucking nah, up? No, because I'm not about to implicate myself on you. Because <laughs> I don't know my potential boom next boom might be listening to this. I don't know. Ruin anything. I don't I don't think it's the chase. I think I just have always had to like fight for everything. So if it's given to me, I don't know how to accept that. I'm looking like, wait, there's something wrong. There's a missing link here of what I need to do. There is something wrong. If If it comes easy to me, I'm like, and what's crazy about me is like I will pray and pray and pray and pray about it. Then when God gives it to me, I'm sitting there looking like this yep, is a trap. That's how it goes. <laughs> I feel like yes. somebody tried to set uh, yes, me up. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You know, and so that's like what it is, what it like was. Aww. Like she was very, she just loved me, and I just couldn't believe that somebody just. Wanted to be with It doesn't seem real. Somebody's trying right. to set me up. Exactly. Somebody is trying to do set me up. Do you think? I'm going to do a quick analysis. All right, quick. Does this go back to the self-doubt that you mentioned very, before? Very much Like, so. I mean, I see a direct correlation kind of like what you're saying mm-hmm. of like, she showed you that you have self-doubt and she was trying to like fix your self-doubt mm-hmm. and support you. But at the same time, because of your self-doubt, she was doing it, but you're not ready to Boom, take I it a step ready. further. Yeah. And then, take it a step further, what's even worse about me is my parents are military. Uh, so they were very... Military and style. Military style. And I'm talking, I'm talking, we so deep in the military. My mom works for the government. My stepdaddy is in the military. My dad was active, active military for 30-some-odd years and now works for the government. And my stepmom when I was growing up, was also in the military. Wow. Now my stepmom now also so works for the government. in all directions. Here. All no escaping. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were very like, you need to have a job and you need to figure this out and there needs to be a plan. And this is a lot of pressure. Right. And so growing up, like all I wanted to do was be like free. Yeah. And so um, I am attracted to 
like people who are like, you know, they just do their own thing, yeah. you know? And so, but then when I get into a relationship with people who are very by the book and everything like that, I feel like trapped, trapped. stuffed in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stuffed in a box. It's like you can't it's win either way. Boom, there you go. I feel like they all have their pros and cons, especially in your situation of like, even the relationship where you can't accept the love, she's kind of teaching you stuff and teaching you that you can be supported and teaching you that you don't have to do the change. Yes. I'm not saying you gotta be with her, but it just shows like everything's still a lesson and you kind of learn so much about yourself. So for way. you, Gabby, where did the trauma come in with these men? <laughs> we get right to the jump. Where does the trauma come in? Well, I feel like with you, I always had a lot of pressure growing up too. Mm-hmm. I have an African mother Ooh. and then my dad is like really smart, nice guy. So having like a foreign parent, I mean, it's mm. like, and then on top of that, with my older sister, I've an older sister, imagine like you're in the third grade, your older sister is valedictorian going to med school. Ooh, child, I didn't look other older, old. Exactly, <laughs> other older sister is valedictorian, just got her college paid for, top in her class, Ooh. winning awards. So I have from a young age, just, I don't know. I just felt so much pressure on myself. I knew I was very smart and I was smart, but no matter what, I mean, imagine you have all A's and you get one B and you are scared as Ooh. hell to show your point <laughs> I mean, A's, 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 and that one B, you're ready to jump. I'm ready to go, I'm not going home today. I'm not, so that was like, kind of something like that pressure I always liked having relationships Mm. because it was always an escape for me Mm. and then the second part of it was because uh, my parents were really kind of poor growing up my parents came to this country they didn't have a lot of money like my dad lived here but my mom you know obviously they came they had no money And my sis, basically my parents were working all the time and my two older sisters were the ones raising me most mm-hmm. of my life. And they were about 10 and 15 years older than me. Okay. So I was raised by teenagers. Yeah. I'm, if you ask me at 15 years old to take care of this kid, I'm going to be pissed. Boom. I mean, I ruined their summers. They had to pick <laughs> me up every, like, every day from daycare. So when I was younger, I also always felt like a burden. Like, I don't want to go ask my teenage sister for some snacks right now. She's right. about to be pissed. Like, she's reading her she magazine. Looking, exactly. She's looking at you. Uh, reading pop stars exactly like, pop star. get out my room exactly <laughs> and they were always so loving and took such good care of me but I just always it's not like when your mom if you ask your mom for a snack you know she's about to be like alright mm-hmm. it's my kid but when your sister does it it's always just you're not my responsibility exactly yeah. I just always felt like such a burden so to be in a relationship I also feel like fills that void kind mm-hmm. of in me of like you are like you're not a burden, I wanna be around you and I wanna take care of you and I wanna protect you because I love you. Whereas when I was younger, I feel like with my sisters, we always had such a bad relationship because Mm -hmm. it was like, or not bad relationship, but just a little bit of a tug and pull because they're stuck in like parent mode, but they're not ready to be parents. But they're not your parents. Exactly, whereas like if you get in trouble with your mom, like say, oh, I broke a dish, your mom's gonna probably spank you, yell at Mm -hmm. you, and then the next day you good. With my sisters, because it was so like, sister relationship I would get in trouble and they don't know this is a kid they right. just holding against me forever they, looking at you like, they, not know. Uh, they don't know how to raise a kid so relation that's where my trauma comes from I got down to it that's not down <laughs> and uh yeah so I feel like in my relationship I try to fill such a big void and try to distract myself so much through the relationship that a lot of the time it unhealthily takes over my life the mm-hmm. amount of time it's a little bit obsessive we'll put it that way I'm about to say so do, that's why I'm just about to ask mm-hmm. so do you choose guys 
who are more like overbearing and obsessive because that fills in the void of like knowing that you feel wanted and everything. I would have to say, <laughs> I would have to say, I would say not from the jump. I don't pick guys who I look and I'm like, oh, he definitely gonna blow up my phone. Right. Mm-hmm. I do, it doesn't ever work out Cause then like you that. looking like the next school shoot. I, exactly. I'm looking like, get out. <laughs> I know, I know. Let me get my bulletproof vest. But I wouldn't say I look for guys. I wouldn't say that's something I even noticed, but it always, it's just funny how it always works out mm-hmm. like like even with my ex from high school when we broke up I mean call it's mu- it's been months and you're still <laughs> calling me and I mean I'm declining the call not you're declining still the not, call it, you're still not getting the message so but the bad part about that is it feels like that hole for me mm-hmm. but it's also unhealthy because I never turn it away mm-hmm. because it always will feel good to me it's hard to know the boundary of like okay let me for real stop yes. this mm-hmm. let me stop talking to this person let me stop leading them on or mm-hmm. let me stop getting this from them and actually grow and heal and recover from the relationship yes. I just love the message so keep hitting me up keep maybe we go at it again it's just like a really unhealthy cycle to know the boundaries now do you know like, have you figured out where the limit is? Because I will say, I have the same issue. I come from a family of like, and each little family, you know, family is within the family. Like my mom, her relationships, and like my nana and papa, like they have each went through relationships where they should have been gone. Like I'm you talking been me? gone. I'm talking should have never even opened the door. <laughs> like, But they stayed yeah. and they were trying to work it out and they were, basically killing themselves trying to work it out and so for me i definitely know that i have that issue to where i know the situation is dead i know i don't actually even want to be with you no more and if i would have cut it off when i should have we would have never been we would have been light years ahead recovered healed now you in my room throwing uh plants around (laughs) i'm talking to you Throwing plants around, we fighting, boxing, and everything else because my dumb ass just didn't leave. Should have cut this off from the So, have you figured out where the boundary is? I am slowly but surely learning. Um, I could kind of like a process because I'm young. I give myself some slack. Mm-hmm. So, if we want to do the whole run around right now. Let's do it. But after my birthday's in August, when I turn 20, we're going to really figure this shit out. (laughs) Shout out to my Leos. But I think my strategy so far has always been to, like, let the other person Mm -hmm. cut it off themselves. And that's hard because sometimes the other person is not going to know when to cut it off. They're going to continue. With my high school ex, it kind of ended pretty badly just because I was here at Louisville. He went to Northern. He obviously, Northern is a smaller school. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as fun. And he really like grabbed onto me. Like mm-hmm. I was kind of like, what I did to him of like, I grab on you, like have mm-hmm. you as a distraction. You're my light, it's obsessive. He did it to me and I wasn't into it. I was uh, having yeah. fun. I was shaking my ass right. at the tavern. I was about to say, we at tavern like. Yeah, exactly. And I have my ex, <laughs> or like I have this boo calling me, telling me like, are you going to come home for the weekend? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, there's a party. Right. Like, what you right. talking about? I'm getting dressed right now. Exactly. What you mean? Exactly. So it was kind of ended in that way. So okay. when we ended up ending things, it was like he was texting me and ready to get back together so soon mm-hmm. and call me and I just had to really like ignore it and not feed into it. Whereas, and then eventually he was able to find the boundary of like, all right, I'm not even gonna persist. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna keep going after something that's not gonna work. So I just let it dwindle down on his time. Whereas I'm trying to do that now, 
if he's listening, uh -huh. we don't know. Uh -huh. But I try to see that now. Like, whenever you're ready to let go, I'll be okay with that. Because yeah. I'll always be able to recover, baby. Never forget uh, that. Right. Baby. I'll always check, bounce check, back. Check my resume. Trust me. I'll always, I always kind of have, like, the reassurance of myself. Mm -hmm. Like, if he chooses to end this now, I'll be okay. If he chooses to end it two weeks from now, I'll be I'll okay. I'll be good, yeah. Whatever makes, I always accommodate to them, once again, because I'm such an empathetic person. And some people don't get it. Some people just want their way, and some mm -hmm. people Some choose. people don't get it. Let's so, reverse back. Some people just choose the easy way out. Mm -hmm. The easy way out is to always hold on to like, okay, I'm familiar with this person. I know what we've had in the past. I know we have a connection, and I don't want to be alone right now. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that other person to figure out, okay, this ain't going to work, and I need to be by myself. And that may not come. So <laughs> and then it is. I look forward to the future, maybe establishing better boundaries and maybe mm -hmm. not letting my ego feed into like, oh, he called me six times <laughs> last night. Right. That always feeds my ego, and it always makes me recommit into the cycle of like, mm -hmm. he called me six times, that means he cares, it's feeding my ego. Or it just means he's insane. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because some of y'all need therapy. <laughs> Therapy. And it's like, he's calling because he's lonely. Yeah. It's another thought that you're gonna, like, that's the real truth behind it. Yeah. And it's like the truth, and instead of like going after me when you're lonely, you need to be by yourself and you right. know. And at the end of the day, like, you're not a second option. So yeah. just because you're lonely, don't call me. Yeah. Call your mama. Let's be real. You know, but I'm. You know, I'm too good for that. So let me ask you, because I know you said you were a Leo. <laughs> y'all get on my last nerve. Oh, but, uh, you how know y'all need us. Don't <laughs> how do you figure your zodiac sign? Because I know that you and Gab are very uh, I'm Gab. very into it. How do you feel like that plays into your relationship? I feel like, um, you know, I, I always just ask everyone who's in my life. And you can pick up on a lot of patterns of, like, what their sign is versus what you are. And, like, even friends. It doesn't have to be relationships. And I mean, there's just some people who from the jump, we are vibing. Yeah. And it's been that way with every person who has the same side. Mm -hmm. So I'd say in my relationship, it also has to do with uh, the fact that Leos are very extroverted, very outgoing, mm -hmm. very bold, very brave of like anything I'm going to be able to do. And I just always have to kind of like give in if I'm with people who their sign is the opposite. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people like Capricorns. I'm talk I'll talk about Capricorn women because Capricorn men are cool. Hey, because we the shit. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> With Capricorn women, they're very like, I don't want to say stank, <laughs> but they just cool off everything. Yeah. Whereas Leos are the opposite, and I can't handle that if we're going out together. I'm right. Gonna with you. So in my relationships, it just depends on the guy, depends on the person. Sagittarius, I mean, we fire flames from the jump, flirty, <laughs> talking fireworks. <laughs> Me and Sagittarius. Cancer, I love Cancers because it's like, my heart is melting right now, like I'm holding a puppy talking to a cancer. Lord, and y'all get on cancer, get on my last nerve. So it's just like you make those connections. I wouldn't say it has too much to do, but you mm. know when you scroll in on Instagram on the explore page, like right. looking at all the signs, you see what your ex's sign was, and you're like, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> I know with me, uh, Capricorns are very headstrong. Yeah. So like for me in a relationship. Well, just in my daily life in general, I have a problem with wanting to be the boss. Uh, I need to be... Dominant. Yes. I need to be in charge. I need to be... And, like, even if I ain't in charge, I'm in charge. You know okay. what I'm saying? And so, like, 
do you feel like that's what you're chasing? Like going back to the chase of like, when you aren't dominant, I'm going hard trying to chase you down to be the dominant one because you think you're dominant? Yes. Like, I feel like that's a connection. It's definitely like, it's like a, it's it's weird. It's like a pride and a self-doubt thing, like all wrapped in the one. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you don't want me? Why? I'm me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Shocking. Hold on. Are you dumb? Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, are you dumb? Like, I'm on my Remy Ma stuff. Yeah. You know? So, that's definitely an issue. Not an issue. We don't <laughs> know how to get to the bottom of it. And then, like, and then, I will say this. God help anyone listening to this that gets into an <laughs> argument with a Capricorn on either side. Oh, here it is. Because I'm go. talking. We here <laughs> and imagine, imagine having both your parents as Capricorn. Oh, I know your household is a mess while that, plates ooh, being thrown. She's got a hair dryer. Luckily, like, like my parents were divorced. My parents divorced when I was like two. And so, but they hated each other. Uh, they still can't even be in the same room yeah. with each other. So like, if they, growing up, I think I can count on two hands how many times they were in the same vicinity. Wow. Because I can count on one hand the time <laughs> that they would have to be in the same vicinity and a fight would pop up. Oh I'm God. talking. Y'all are crazy. I mean, they going, like I, story time quickly, real quick. One time they met up to talk about my grades because I was rebelling really bad at the time. Um, Cause my that I think that was around the time my stepdad had to move to New Jersey and I did not want to go. I wanted to be left behind with my family. My mom was like, "You out so damn mind." <laughs> and so my dad, when I was growing up, my dad used to go with whatever I said just to spite my mom. Uh, so, like, he'd be like, well, I don't understand why he can't stay with me. Yeah. Knowing daggone well if Rose were reversed, he he'd wouldn't like, have let me. No. He'd be like, hell no. And so, but it was just to spite my mom. Uh, and so... I know that pissed her off. They got... We met one day to talk about me because, like I said, at the time I was rebelling. Like, I was not doing well in school. I won't listen to nothing nobody was saying. Mm-hmm. I think I had snuck out. And uh, then there was a situation with this girl we're not even going to go into, but my my mom was like, enough. <laughs> and so um, they met, and I was there, and we were in a parking lot of a school, and they were doing fine when they were talking about me. And then my dad said something to her about her parenting style. And Aww. hell, my mom looked, and she like, if, if you know my, if anybody is listening that knows my mother, when she's upset, she like puts her hand, and she, my mom's like five, five foot even, and like 120 pounds. <laughs> Nothing to actually be scared of, but. Yeah. <laughs> and so the she, tiny ones be the craziest. They be the craziest. And so she like, Put anybody who knows her, when she gets upset, she like cocks her head to the uh, to the right, and then she puts her hands on her hips, and then she like stepped back, and then held it. Oh. And I mean, she was cussing, finger was in the face, she slapped him. Yeah, what she had to do, because Cuss- don't talk about her parenting. <laughs> but continue. Cussed him up and down. I walked away because I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this with y'all. Like, <laughs> I mean, we in public and y'all doing uh, it. Too far because now the police are going to get involved. In. Well, <laughs> then I went to the gas station 
across the street, mind you, I could still hear my mother yelling. No. The gas station man called the police. Because she slapped him again. And so the gas station man called the police. uh We looking like, we going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way around it. Okay, so it, you know, and you can imagine how fights were with my parents. That's scary. Like... Because we, I'm a Capricorn, they they Capricorn. We my, thinking exactly the same. We want to get as, exactly. just as loud. Yeah, just as loud. A lot of the astrology stuff has to do. Yes, because it's it's the power struggle for real. Life. It's so the power struggle between who want to be dominant, yes. who wants the most attention right now. Exactly. I will say, I think it also has to do a lot with the love language. Woo. Let's be real, as a Leo, attention, attention. <laughs> You have to blow my phone up. Yeah. You have to blow my phone up. And when we are around, you better be smothering me. Yes. You better be touching me. My love language is per, like um, physical touch. Mm-hmm. I remember with my boyfriend in high school, he would invite me over. We would have such a good day. Mm-hmm. He would be like, we would do this thing where like he would play a video game, but it was mm-hmm. like story time. So I'd always love to watch it. Mm-hmm. But there was this one time where he sat on a beanbag while he was playing across the room from me. And I was in the I bed. know you were upset. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going home. This isn't even fun. Like, he was talking to me. He was keeping me involved. He was doing everything. But the fact that he was not cuddling with me or touching me or sitting by me, mm-hmm. I really got an attitude. Not I was like, attitude. this is, what is this for? This is for nothing. You sitting up there with your hands crossed like New York from I was up. really with the, my sunglasses on like, and what are we doing? <laughs> like, let's turn this, I'm going home. Like, let's not do this. I think it has a lot to do with like, the Leo sign is mm-hmm. the same way of like, Attention at all times. Mm-hmm. You need to let me know I'm the best. Boom. And see, I know with Capricorn, we like our ego stroke. Yeah. So, like, my mom sent me a picture yesterday of her outfit. And I'm just like, girl, okay, <laughs> enough. <laughs> like, and my um, love language is words of affirmation. Uh-huh. I love you to tell me I'm fine. Okay. I'm looking like, <laughs> is it me? Oh. <laughs> like, I don't care about nothing else for real. Like, you know, my second is physical touch, but. Yeah, the I say. So my next question, my next, I'm going to steer it off in a different let's, way. Let's hear it. How do you feel, like, honestly, because I know everybody's initial reaction <laughs> is, hell no, blah, they <laughs> How do you feel about cheating in a relationship? Like, if, like, hmm. do you feel like, you know, because some people just do it just to do it because they don't give a fuck. Some people do it because they were forced to do it. Some people do it because they were afraid to leave and all that other stuff. How do you feel? Oh, Lord. This question, <laughs> I don't even know. Cheating, I hate it. I think it's absolutely abomination. Not abomination. <laughs> the devil came down on earth and said, I'm going to make this action. It's cheating. I mean, it's the absolute worst. <laughs> Have I done it? When I was young, I think uh, I've only done it once. It was kind of stupid. It was kind of like we weren't even together for real, okay. but it was like when I was a freshman. But well, I'm not going into details because we don't know who's going you know, on. Bye, 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 bye. Yeah. But basically what had happened was for me, my experience was the action of cheating was done because the relationship was done yeah. in my head. Mm-hmm. Was it done physically in oh. real life to the other person's knowledge? Was it on pen and paper? Was it, did we sign on a contract? Wax. Exactly, no. So I think for cheating, it's just out of just, you don't care. 
and it's so sickening. That's not how humans are supposed to be. We're supposed to be mm-hmm. empathetic beings and caring. And if you don't, like, I feel like cheating happens because you're with somebody you don't care about. Mm-hmm. And if you're with, why are you with somebody you don't care about? That's what it's I true. learned. And I got terrible karma from that. Oh. Like, even in, like, I'm still recovering from. And I just think it's terrible. Don't be cheating on anybody no more. This it's is too true. old. I mean... I know it's hard to leave some yeah. situations, yeah. but I'm gonna need y'all to grow a backbone. Yeah. Cause I know with me, the ex I had in high school, I, oh. I'm gonna be dealing. Let's just say I'm gonna be dealing with that karma for the rest of Aww. my life. Because Lord Jesus, I that was at the time, like I said, when I was really rebelling, rebelling. So I was just plain old just cutting yeah. up for no reason. Yeah. And then when I dated the extroverted ex, she gave it right back to me. Yeah. She, you know, did me in. And I was, I'm talking on the road, coming home, crying on the phone with my friend Aaliyah. Like, the deepest parts of your soul. Like, how did she do this to me? I'm listening to Mary J. Blige uh, doing uh, 110 down the highway. But then I stopped and realized, wait, now. Nah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do you feel like there's any justification ever for I feel like there's really no justification for it. But there's ways to make yourself feel better about it. Just like you said, of like when it's done to you. You look back and thought I did this to somebody else, mm-hmm. and I did I do that because I hated the person, whatever. Mm-hmm. No. no. So there's ways to talk yourself down and kind of understand their thought process because let's be real, the person that I cheated on mm-hmm. a few months before had done something similar to me. Yeah. That's why I didn't and didn't make effort to not do it. I'm yeah. gonna be real. So I feel like, like you said, it's almost like this cycle of mm-hmm. like connecting what was done to you and mm-hmm. putting that onto somebody else. Yes. So with cheating, I don't think there's any just justification on anybody listening if anybody cheats at you at some point do not get back together with them oh god no. that is like that is something i will never understand on how anybody thinks that's about to work i mean it's, it's just i don't think there's justification that's ever going to put it away that's ever going to make it be at rest because you could go to the store 10 years later and he's looking at somebody the wrong boom. way and there and there we go you done acted a clown. Now y'all in there both going to jail. Exactly, exactly. You so know? when it happened to me, I would say, like, I feel like everybody may have that temptation or that experience once where they fuck up and they're like, oh, damn, I did yeah. it. But that just means you're not with the right person. Like, personally, right. I was with somebody who I didn't love them. We were young. Yeah. We didn't really, we weren't vibing for real. I wanted to break up with them. I wanted to be single at the time. And it happened. Has and he probably could say the same thing about for the incident that he did to me a few months earlier. That's what it is. Do we belong together at all? Should we reconcile and be like we love each other? Let's get back together. No. And one thing, like I will say about this: if you do take somebody back who you cheated on, who they cheated on you, or mm-hmm. cheat you cheated on them, whatever, like. The introverted ex that talked me. Mm-hmm. One of the things she said to me, which was very true, she was like, "I hope in your next situation, you do not make them pay for like whatever they do." Because uh, she was telling me like, she was like, 
I and she, I mean she was she apologized, you know, for the way she acted in the beginning. We haven't gotten to the you know, apologies for the way she acted towards the end, but we're gonna get there. Yeah. She apologized for the way she acted in the beginning, and her basic thing was she was like, "You stuck around and quote unquote um, accepted my apology and wanted to move forward, but you did nothing but like make me pay for that yeah. first month of a thing." Yeah. And so, and I, I was just like, and like looking back. Yeah, I did. Because I was just like, well, you acted this way. That's why I'm... Exactly. I mean, same here. And so my thing is like, one, like Sid just said, like, don't... First of all, don't even try to make that work. But... (laughs) If you're going to forgive them, then forgive them and move on. Don't bring it up every hey, two minutes. Like You need to be by yourself. Right. Like, oh, I dropped wow. I dropped this dish in the sink, and it's because your ass was exactly. not there. Really, you know. I've even had times where when this dude did it to me, he didn't text me back for an hour, and I'm, like, ready to be go to your house and key your right. car. <laughs> I'm about to go to your house and cuss you out and break you out the whole time you was taking a nap. Right. Because you don't, if you don't heal that and you let it burn and flame inside of you and it suppress it at times and other times you let it, it the thoughts come back just take time to yourself recover from it if you have to be with this person right. for some strange reason give it some time that you can regain the confidence in yourself and that you realize what happened otherwise y'all are crazy because i'm i will say this i am a person that's very big on like the intentions of the actions mm-hmm. so like to me i mean I don't think cheating is good any at, at all, but I will say, if I was in a relationship and your intention was not to like, if you premeditated the cheating, I think that's the so that's to me is like they've been talking, right? Exactly, been you've been talking, you've been texting, and then y'all slept together. That's an automatic. We done. I mean, life in jail, right? Electric chair, we, electric chair, <laughs> like we done. But, like, if you was at a bar and you was drunk as shit and, like, somebody kissed you or you kissed somebody else, like, I'd be hella pissed. We'd probably break up for the moment, but... I might do the same. I'd have done the same thing. Exactly. I might, but, you know, because if you see me in Sully's coming up, <laughs> that's why my back hurt this morning. You know what I'm saying? Here's but, my question. Okay. As someone, my Venus is in Leo. I'm a very strong, passionate lover. If you could even say, all right, you kissed somebody else, I might have done the same thing. Is y'all for each other in the first place? Man. Are y'all supposed to be together? That's my thing about, like, just take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Is this a sign that yes. like, you want to play around, I want to play around, maybe we should separate? It's harder said than done, but take the signs is always what I said. Now, one quick last question. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about social media and relationships? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I'm absolutely crazy. I'm absolutely nuts. I'm absolutely crazy in relationships. I if I could throw my phone away, I feel like a lot of relationships would work for me. That yeah, well. I hate it. Don't be liking bitches' pictures on Instagram. What? Don't let no bitches add you. Why what? are you Snapchatting so? <laughs> Why are you faving our tweets? <laughs> Why are you faving this right now? You just pissed me off. I'm not talking to you. We're breaking up. <laughs> These are things that really all, like, the biggest arguments and things that make me really upset and kind of hurt inside, a lot of them go back to social media. It's really scary. But I've, like, over time, as I've matured, I can kind of, like, take a deep breath and be like, Now, okay. do you do you feel like 
it's because you know how you like the whole attention. <laughs> Do you feel like because you get upset when you feel like yeah. they are giving that attention to someone? Else? Yes, I totally think the trauma. <laughs> the trauma. Yeah. Yes, it has a lot to do with that. I think I also just don't like, I'm very possessive. Mm, okay. And if you are faving and liking and other bitches are adding you the same way that you like and like fave my stuff, right. they think they know you like that. <laughs> they think that's who you are that's how close y'all are okay cool that's where we're at right. that's I how bet. it makes me feel so yeah I feel like it has a lot to do with like my attention that should be going to me I have to share it with other hoes mm. I don't like that if you really fuck with me you'll see her content is not even good <laughs> I mean the last relationship that I was with fuck the rest of it fuck all the fighting the thing I hated the most was I would tweet awesome tweets and be silly or mm-hmm. or whatever Oh, I saw your tweet. You weren't going to like it. I'm tweeting lyrics about how much I love this person. And they was like, oh, seeing your tweet. So you're too embarrassed to fave it. But when <laughs> other little girls are tweeting like, oh, this Drake song, that's what he was faving. I could, I'm about to, let me go to his house. <laughs> I have to about Even like there was periods of time where we were first talking and he would be like, I don't like any girl's pictures because that's how I'm into you. Don't tell me that because now I see you liking right. Junie Betty Joe's uh-uh. picture. And does that, mean, does that mean we lost our spark because I'm about to jump off this rope right now? <laughs> it's how it feels. So it's something, it has a lot to do with sharing attention, which is hard. See, I am not, I am the exact opposite. Really? I don't give a damn. Because, like, I know how I am. Okay. I On Instagram, I literally go down and I like every single person. Oh, okay. Like, it's it's not, I'm actually paying attention okay. to it. I, I don't pay attention to stuff like that unless you, like, send it to me Ooh. or something like that. Um, even with, like, Twitter, I be on there while. Okay. Uh, okay. So I really wouldn't care if you was on there. Why? <laughs> so, but if you had a significant other who took social media so seriously, I'm like, looking at your page like, what do you want this to mean? The introverted ex did. And uh, we used to argue about that constantly. Because yeah. I'd be like, what's the I'm the same way. I don't take my social media very seriously. Yeah. Y'all can see my tweets. I'd be clowning. A mess. A clown. And I had this person <laughs> who I was in a relationship who, I mean was very strategic about yes. what they post and what they like. And what yes. They, so mm-hmm. when they start being funny acting with what they're faving and I'm like, I always take that some way. Yeah. The dynamic also, I think, has a lot to do with like female insecurity too. Because personally, if I see you like in a picture of a beautiful girl, mm-hmm. huge tits in her bikini, why? Like, what is so great about the picture person? Now, I will. What is so great? Obviously, like, I'm not saying it's bad. You can talk like her picture. But your girlfriend's looking at it. Like, right. If she DM'd you right now, you are you going to no. entertain it? See, I will say this. If you see me, like, in multiple pictures that one, that then I'm paying attention. <laughs> if it's just one random one, don't even ask me about it because I probably don't actually know what okay. you're talking about. Okay, okay. I'm looking like, I'm looking at the thing with the uh, glasses on it like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall. Right. So I say, it's something I'm coping with and as you mature, I give less and less a damn. Mm. It's more when I know that person's strategic. Right. About it, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, all right, Sid. Well, thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next time. All right, thank you.